Good afternoon, everyone. Um, I want to talk about integrity today. And I want to talk about that because I I don't know if you guys know what that means. I know we've heard the word before. But I just want to give you guys a quick definition of what integrity means. The definition of integrity, it says, the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles, moral uprightness, the state of being whole and undivided, wholeness, unity, coherence, togetherness. The opposite of the word integrity it would be division. With that being said, I want to ask you guys a question. Where are your morals? And what are they? What are what is the standard that's on your life? What are the morals, the standards that you put on your life that you won't go past? What what it, what are they? I want to ask this question because as people of God, we are called to have integrity. And a lot of the times you'll find that when you are before your mind is renewed, we have some dishonest ways. We have some dishonest morals. Are you honest? Are you honest? And, and I want you to ask yourself that because as a woman of God, and I was reading Esther, you know, reading about Esther and how she was a woman of noble character. You know, she was humble and the king found favor with her, not just because of how beautiful she was on the outside, but her inner beauty. You know, she jeopardized her entire life to save her people. She was honest. She had integrity. She stood up for something that was right. And I want to ask you, what do you stand for? Who do you stand for? Are you standing for anything? As women of God, we have to be rooted and grounded in something. Because if we're not, the enemy has a plan. The enemy has an agenda. He has a motive for your life, for your personality, for your character. And I want to speak to the women because I want I want us to have integrity. I want us to be women of the word, women of integrity, because if we are not women of the word, if we don't have integrity, the enemy has a whole life outside of God for us to live. And I want you to just evaluate your standards, evaluate your morals, evaluate what you stand for, because I want what you stand for to be in alignment with what God stands for. We are women of God. And if we are women of God, we should stand for what he stands for. The truth should be in our mouth, in our heart. In our mind, in our thought process. We should not be manipulative. We should not be deceitful.
We should be women of integrity. And I want you guys to really think about what that means to you. What does integrity mean to you? What does telling the truth, standing on the truth really mean to you? Is it not important to you? Think about those things. I want to, the word tells us not to lie to one another. And I don't know if we really hold true to that. I'm at a place in my life where I want to be humble. I'm at a place in my life where I want to have integrity. We live in a world where people are dishonest. We live in a world where people are chasing money, chasing, you know, everything outside of God, everything but God. They love money in the world. They love money. And they can never have enough of it because they love they love it. It's greed. But how how you make your money it tells on the nature of your character. How do you make your money? How do you make a living? I said make a living. How do you make your living? Not how do you survive, but how do you make your living? How do you live while making money and not jeopardizing your integrity and what you stand for? Do not envy the wicked. Don't. And I say this because I'm currently going through this season of life where Trust me, when you walking away from the world, when you choose to be uncompromised, when you choose to just truly be devoted and committed to God, the enemy will try to just dangle so much stuff in your face. He will show you people in the world who look like they're thriving, who look like they are living their best life, but you don't know what what's underneath the facade or the perfect picture that the enemy is trying to paint to you. And and then you get to really see how much does integrity mean to you? How much does being integral mean to you? How much does being honest mean to you? The moment you decide to walk away from the world, the moment you decide to truly live this life for God, the enemy will bring the people that you walked away from in the world to try to bribe you or get you to agree to their way of life or they'll include you, make it seem so appealing when you know that the life they've built or their building is based on a lie, is based on dishonesty.
Do not be fooled by what you see. Do not allow what you're seeing in the world cause you to jeopardize your integrity in God. When God is giving you something, there's favor attached to it. It comes with no sorrow. You can you can have him. It, it's 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 completely sufficient because it's coming from the one who is sufficient. So you know that it it will be sustained. Don't fall for the okie doke. Don't fall for the schemes and the scams and the fads and the the lucrative gain that the world has to offer you because just as fast as it comes as fast as it goes and it comes with consequences i've never met anybody making money illegally or making money the wrong way or doing things in a way that is not integral i never seen it last long I never seen it have any substance or value to it. I, I I never one thing about doing things the wrong way, building a life lifestyle off of doing things the wrong way. You have to continue that lifestyle. So that's not gonna. When when are when are you gonna get out? How are you gonna get out of it? The enemy is gonna make sure that he helps you build a lifestyle. making money illegally or however you make your money and you have to keep up this lifestyle so he's gonna make sure that you building a lifestyle that you have to continue that's what the love of money does that's what greed does it leaves you unsatisfied so that you keep chasing it so that you keep wanting more I'm not satisfied. It's not enough. So I have to keep wanting more. I need more. Don't compromise who you are, what you believe, what you stand for, for nobody, for nothing. Whatever you don't have right now, it's not worth scheming and scamming to get. It's not worth being dishonest to have. It's not worth being with the wrong person to have. Move on. Don't accept no bribes from the world. Don't accept no offers from the world. Don't accept anything that's coming from the world because it's coming. It's not it's not going to have a good outcome. It's coming with an agenda. It's coming with a motive attached to it. It's coming to destroy secretly destroy you. It may look like it's coming to benefit you and it may benefit you for a short while, but it will not have any longevity. Let's let's have integrity now. Let's tell the truth now. Let's be honest now. Let's let's do things the right way so that we can enjoy. We can enjoy doing things the right way. We can enjoy living. We can enjoy life with the things that God gives us. But you can't enjoy life when the in, with, with the things that the enemy gives you. You can't enjoy life with that because you know why his things come. They always come with something. They always come with some some type of pain. They always come with some type of consequence. They always come with some type of regret. 
it's only good for a moment. But the end result is always regret, disappointment. Remember this, guys, you know, stick in there, hang in there. Sometimes the enemy likes to make it seem like choosing God is it's not all that it's cracked up to be or it's not it's not going to bring you happiness. It's not going to, you know, it's not going to be as quick as it will be if you choose his way out. Just hang in there. Stick with him. Wait long enough. Stick with him long enough to see the change. Stick with him long enough to see the manifestations. Stick with him long enough. Stick with God. So what? Don't don't look at the world. Don't look at what they have. Don't look at what they got. Don't look at what they're chasing. Don't look at all of the, the things that are going on in the world. You know, look at your God. Focus on having integrity. Focus on being that man or woman of God that you need to be. Shift your focus off of the world, off of the past, off of what you're leaving, what you got, what you're getting out of, and put it on him. I want to end this with the scripture and I want to give you guys the scripture. If you are being tempted, you know, to take the compromise way out. If you are looking at the world and the success of the people in the world, I have a, a scripture. Psalms 37. I want to read to you guys. And I want you guys to just really, you know, trust God. Trust God because he won't fail you. The world system will. Psalms 37 says, and this is the Amplified Version. Do not worry because of evildoers, nor be envious toward wrongdoers, for they will wither quickly like the grass and fade like the green herb. Trust, rely on, and have confidence in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed securely on his faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires and petitions of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him also, and he will do it. He will make your righteousness, your pursuit of right standing with God like the light and your judgment like the shining of the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord. Wait patiently for him and entrust yourself to him. Do not fret, whine, agonize because of him who prospers in his way, because of the wicked man who carries out wicked schemes. Cease from anger and abandon wrath. Do not fret. It leads only to evil. For those who do evil will be cut off, but those who wait for the Lord, they will inherit the land. Did you did you read did you hear what I just said? For those who do evil will be cut off, but those who will wait for the Lord, they will inherit the land. 
when we looking around and we seeing all of these people doing the wrong things the wrong way and it seems like they're prospering it seems like they're they're getting away with it but god says wait no but those who wait for me they will inherit the land and at the beginning it says don't worry because of evildoers nor be envious towards wrongdoers for like for they will wither quickly like grass and fade like the green herb what god is saying is it don't last don't be envious of what they're doing it won't last i'm trying to bring you some 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 revenue some longevity i'm trying to give you stuff that has longevity i'm trying to give you something that you can pass down to your kids and your kids kids i'm trying to build an empire through you through your bloodline i'm not trying to give you things that that is it's no it has no value it has no substance because of how you got it You can't pass a lifestyle of scheming and scamming down to your your children and your children's children it won't last it'll be their destruction but you can pass a life the lifestyle of, of god the lifestyle of right living the lifestyle of generational blessings of speaking over your bloodline and you know being blessed you can pass that down to your children and your children's children Let's continue to read. Okay. For yet a little while and the wicked one will be gone forever. Though you look carefully where he used to be, he will not be found. But the humble will at last inherit the land and will delight themselves in abundant prosperity and peace. When God is adding to your life, when God is promoting you, when God is upgrading you, when God is moving you into manifestations, there's a peace that comes with it. It's, pros it's true prosperity. Okay, it's not coming with torment. It's not coming with paranoia. You notice the people in the world, they're utterly paranoid because they know that the way that they're getting their stuff is illegal. It's, it's, not, it's not built on truth. So they're always watching over their shoulders. They're always they're always aware that it can be taken from them at any moment because guess what? How they got it was dishonest. But when truth is the foundation of everything you have, when God has given you everything that you have personally, you don't have to worry about nobody taking it from you because guess what? He sustains it. He keeps it and holds it in place. He fortifies it. Okay, he makes it suitable for you okay the wicked plots against the righteous and gnaws gnashes sorry at him with his teeth the lord laughs at him the wicked one the one who oppresses the righteous for he sees that that his day of defeat is coming the wicked have drawn the sword and bent their bow to cast down the afflicted and the needy to slaughter those who are upright in conduct those with personal integrity and godly character the sword of the ungodly will enter their own heart and their bow will be broken better is the little of the righteous who seek the will of god than the abundant riches 
of many wicked godless. It's better to have what you have. Be content. Be, be Whatever you got is enough for you than to be living in abundance with the wicked. Okay? This is what the word says. For the arms of the wicked will be broken, but the Lord upholds and sustains the righteous who seek him. The Lord knows the days of the blameless and in their inheritance will continue forever. They will not be ashamed in the time of evil. And in the days of famine, they will have plenty and be satisfied. But the wicked ungodly will perish and the enemies of the Lord will be like the glory of the pastures and like the fat of lambs that is consumed in smoke. They vanish like smoke. They vanish away. The wicked borrows and, ne and, and does not repay. But. The righteous is gracious and kind and gives. For those blessed by God will at last inherit the land, but those cursed by him will be cut off. The steps of a good and righteous man are directed and established by the Lord, and he delights in his way and blesses his path. When he falls, he will not be hurled down, because the Lord is the one who holds his hand and sustains him. I have been young and now I am old, yet I have never seen the righteous, those in right standing with God, abandoned or his descendants pleading for bread. What does that mean? Descendants. That means your offspring. That means your the generations in your bloodline. They won't be begging for bread. They won't be homeless. They won't be asking people for stuff. You know why? Because you live in right, righteous. You in right standing with God. So that bloodline, when you speaking over it and you speaking blessings and not curses, when you declaring that poverty and lack has to break its hold off of the bloodline, guess what? My kid not going to be in poverty. My kids' kids not going to be in poverty. I'm not passing down businesses, just only businesses. I'm passing down righteousness. I'm passing down blessings, spiritual blessings to my children and my children's children. Okay? They will have favor with the Lord. They will have favor with God. The hand of God will be on their lives. Okay? All day long, he is gracious and lends and his descendants are a blessing, okay? No more of them cursed kids, them bad kids, them kids that got them behavior problems that ain't doing right. We got blessed kids, okay? These kids are, their descendants are a blessing, not a curse. Depart from evil and do good and you will dwell securely in the land forever. For the Lord delights in justice and does not abandon his saints, faithful ones. They are preserved forever, but the descendants of the wicked will in time be cut off. Okay, come on now. Live right, not just for you, for your children and your children's children. It's deeper than just you. It's a bloodline issue now. The righteous will inherit the land and live in it forever. The mouth of the wicked proclaims wisdom and his tongue speaks justice and truth. The law of his God is in his heart. Not one of his steps will slip. The wicked lies in wait for the righteous and seeks to kill him. The Lord will not leave him in his hand or let him be condemned when he is judged. Wait for and expect the Lord and keep his way. And he will exalt you to inherit the land. In the end, when the wicked are cut off, you will see it. I have seen a wicked, violent man with great power spreading and flaunting himself like a cedar in its native soil. Yet he passed away and lo, he, has, he was no more. I sought him. He could not be found. 
Mark the blameless man who is spiritually complete and behold the upright who walks in moral integrity. There is a good future for the man of peace because of because a life of honor blesses one's descendants. As for transgressors, they will be completely destroyed. The future of the wicked will be cut off, but the salvation of the righteous is from the Lord. He is their refuge and stronghold in time of trouble. The Lord helps them and rescues them. He rescues them from the wicked and saves them because they take refuge in him. Be encouraged, you guys. Wait on God. Wait on God. Hang in there, you know, stay in there with God. Trust him. Trust him. You can have a good life. You can have everything that you need to have. You know, you want to have your desires, your happiness. It matters to God. Don't let the enemy make you think that you have to be compromised. Don't let him make you think that you have to take his way or his option or his his way. Do his do it his way. Which only ends in you being miserable. Let's just stick it out with God. Hang in there with him. He loves you and he he does he does care about your happiness. Amen. You guys have a great day.